welcome to Dead About Breakdown, a podcast about Ace Attorney where Diego and I play the Ace Attorney games and talk about them case by case. Welcome to season three, where we're going to talk about trials and tribulations. We are Yay. in the final part of the trilogy. Very exciting. Uh, it's how wild. are you feeling about this, Diego? It's, I don't know, it's like it happened sooner than I expected. Which is a good thing. And it also hasn't felt like a slog or anything. So that's, that's also good a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if I, if I was like playing these games and being like, oh, I fucking hate these games. But I have to like put up with like nine more of them. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to think about that. That would be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you're enjoying them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about this case, huh? I thought it was going to be like the, the usual like introductory case. And no, it wasn't. Which was interesting. Yeah, it really kicks off with some just a lot going on here. Um, it felt to me right off the bat that I think when they made the first game, right, they didn't know whether they were going to make any sequels. And then obviously, when they made the fifth case, which came later in that game, they did kind of know. But even then, it was kind of difficult to tie it into the sequels. Whereas now that we've got this, right, this feels like such a direct sequel to the second game. I think that's evident in this case as well, because the last case had so much that was about the Faye family, and so suddenly we are <laughs> playing as Mia, uh, which was a really, really fun twist for this case. They kind of speed ran what we've talked about with a lot of the themes for especially the second game. Well, sorry, so in the first game, it was all about having a lot of belief in your client. Yeah. And then in the second game, it was sort of about the nature of guilt and that sort of thing. So actually they didn't talk about that too much in this case. But yeah, it kind of felt like, you know, they were kind of reminding you. To me, it felt like they were reminding you of all of those themes because then they were like, right, we got to get the foundations laid real quick here because we're going to go some places. <laughs> and maybe that's just because I know more about what's going on, but that's how it felt to me. How about you, Diego? How did you feel with this very, very different first case, I think? Yeah, I think I like this new thing that they have been like, kind of introducing like the past case as well where you don't play as phoenix uh even if for like just a short time with like the things with maya mm -hmm. while she was kidnapped and here's like yeah you just don't play as phoenix for like an entire case and i was like okay yeah sure and it's cool to see we haven't really seen much about mia in like in general so being able to look just like her inner thoughts and like see how she's at her, just like her second trial and see how that goes compared to like when we actually like quote-unquote meet her in the first game yeah yeah it was cool it was a cool premise i wasn't expecting that it's so fun because you get her like like you said like she's so much less experienced than how we know her in the first game and even like through the second game as well because through that whole game she's around a lot um in channeled form you know oh yeah yeah and so seeing her in this case where she's like a lot more nervous a lot less experienced is super fun and i think it goes really well with having the other thing which we haven't mentioned yet which is that phoenix is the defendant but it's phoenix when he's like 19 or 20 i think and also just acting very differently right <laughs> i mean he's still as dorky as he is <laughs> Maybe a bit yeah, more, right. but... Even as I said that, I was like, well, he doesn't like that differently, <laughs> but... Yeah, more dorky, I think, is a really good way of putting it. <laughs> yeah, when I was searching for, like, a walkthrough on, on YouTube to see how long the first case was, mm. and the first thing I saw, of course, was Phoenix. I was like, huh, why is he wearing, like, something different? <laughs> so while I did spoil myself, like, how he looked, I was expecting this, so I kind of, like, avoided that for myself. Thankfully. Yeah. 
So yeah, overall, just like this case really doesn't like the first two cases. Sorry, the first two games, the first case in each of those really doesn't relate to the game itself very much, like the plot and stuff. Whereas this one is really like, okay, here's Mia, here's Phoenix, here's like uh, Grosberg, who we remember from the first game. And it also like foreshadows a lot of what's going to happen in the rest of the game. Or not foreshadows, but sets it up deliberately, you know? So like, I'm not saying that in a spoiler way. I'm talking about like, for example, Mia kind of has a vendetta against the murderer in this case and that's set up in a way where there's a lot of open questions uh which i will not talk about but i think it's a very fun i think it's like trials and tribulations are really tied together in a way that the other games aren't so much oh and okay yeah i love the fact that they don't like waste any time getting going on this <laughs> case yeah i was wondering as soon as i saw like the the ending sequence i was like oh okay like, I know why they they went out of the way to, like, make this, like, quote-unquote introductory case uh, more as an introduction to the game itself. Or, like, someone who will inevitably meet again. <laughs> I don't know in, to which degree yet, but yeah, sounds cool. Yeah. She basically just promises this isn't the last you'll see of me, right? Yeah. I mean, I feel like we skipped to the end, but we should start at the beginning. <laughs> Thank you for listening to... to <laughs> Um, this is one more that I think is worth talking about in overall terms. Um, but one thing I think I said a, like a minute ago, like, oh, it really kicks off from the get-go. And, um, one way that it really does that is that we are back at it with the case opening immediately with a murder. Although in this case, it's like more of the aftermath. But yeah, yeah we talked about how in 2 they kind of eased back on that a little bit. And we had some nice things like where they went to the circus and where they were like at that award ceremony and stuff. No, this time there's a dead body on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and i also thought it was so funny to go straight from playing farewell my turnabout like the fourth case in the last game to this because I i've been thinking about this so much how you said in i think the turnabout big top episode oh well when you're introduced to the defendant basically you know he's not the murderer which is true right but then obviously that's like subverted in farewell my turnabout and yep. i was like it's so funny to go from that into this because you're like your suspicions are more raised about the defendants now and then phoenix just shows up <laughs> and it's like oh wait what if he really did kill somebody <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so that was a fun opening and like literally within the first five minutes as well it's the fact that like oh we're playing as mia oh my god the defendant is phoenix like oh there's all this foreshadowing about like mia talks about for example what happened the first time she was in a courtroom like she she makes it clear this is the second time like you said earlier and you know she says all these things that you're like oh like i wonder what that's all about i wonder why she took on this case because she took it from grossberg like with not a lot of warning and grossberg's like oh why is that and she's like huh ah, don't even worry about it and like all of that happens within the first five minutes the beginning of this case before you even go into the courtroom it's like it does not hang around <laughs> no <laughs> um and then it slows down a bit because we have to get a tutorial of how to play and again they do this in quite a clever way so last time we had the amnesia this time we have oh well it's mia's second trial so and i think she says like it's been a while since her last trial right i think so yeah yeah so so you know grossberg's kind of quote-unquote reminding her how to play and stuff how to do the trial which obviously is teaching her to play so then it slows down a bit, but I still think it's like a cool way of doing it, right? Where it, it plays into the actual game itself. Uh, I like the way they always try and do that in a slightly creative way. 
Yeah, I like. There was a moment. I think it was the first time you had to like present evidence or something like that. And the game gave you the choice of: um, Do you want to like basically just like do you want to try yourself or do you want like some more help to like help you figure it out? Basically, mm. and I was like, "Oh, that's cool!" Like I, I didn't remember that from like the past two games. Yeah, I think that might be the first time actually. Like I said, this one definitely feels more like a sequel, so I guess they would have expected more people to have played one of the others at least. Um. Mia Fey, in this case, I already knew that Mia was one of my favorite characters in the series, and I love her so much, right? I already knew that, and yet somehow it managed to surprise me how fucking good she is in this case, right? (laughs) We've got the, like, we talked about this earlier, like, oh, she's suddenly nervous compared with how we've seen her before, which is great characterization, right? We've got, like, her just being, like, really pissed off with Phoenix the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) especially when he gets really like lovesick uh, over his girlfriend which we can get into more later and like this whole time all the way through she's like plotting and scheming about what turns out to be Dahlia Hawthorne right which is Phoenix's girlfriend and like I, God, she's so fucking good. I've got. I know. I've written that again some more time. Like right down here, I've written. Oh, she, at one point she makes Peyton shut up just by glaring at him. Best character of all time. I love her <laughs> so much, and I can't believe like I had even forgotten how much I love her. Given that, like, given that I knew, right? And also, I recently like. I didn't play through this case, but I, I like, looked at a bunch of uh, transcripts and stuff and watched some of the anime episodes based on this case for a video that I was making, and yet still, somehow, she was even better than I expected. She's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you have, like, both sides during the podcast. It's like, your Edgeworth energy and your, like, <laughs> Mia Fey energy. I feel like my Edgeworth energy is quite different. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like... <laughs> Even if Edgeworth isn't there, if Mia is there, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. The thing is, that why, why that made me hesitate is because I was like, oh yeah, the thing is, Edgeworth is also the best character for all time, but in a very different way. <laughs> <laughs> I can take multitudes, okay? Um, yeah, speaking of characters in this case, the judge, I feel like they've amped up the judgeness in this case. It's very funny. At one point, so let me let's go back and talk about what actually happened in this case a little bit first, and I'll <laughs> catch us up to the point that I'm at in in my discussion. So Phoenix is accused of killing a guy called Dog Swallow, who is a pharmaceutical student at the university that he and Phoenix and Dahlia, who is Phoenix's girlfriend, all go to. Phoenix, by the way, side note, is studying art, but is studying to be a lawyer on the side. Very funny. <laughs> I, like, the thing is, it sounds so weird, right? But then I'm like, oh, I'm a journalist who's doing an astronomy degree. (laughs) So I can't really talk. (laughs) And I've always done shit like that. So I guess, good for Phoenix. Um... Yeah, so we have this whole discussion with Phoenix where basically he admits that he did shove Doug because Doug was talking shit about Dahlia. Doug was Dahlia's ex-boyfriend and he was like, oh, hey, she's bad news, basically. Which we we see in like this flashback with a really cool little tune going on in the background. Yeah, yeah, he's really funny. It sounds so like, um... It sounds like a Professor Layton song, which is funny because of Felix Wright crossover with Professor Layton. Hmm. Um, I wonder whether there was some composer crossover there as well. That's a bitch. <laughs> I think. Possible. Um, 
Yeah, so we go through Phoenix's testimony and, you know, get all this information about how, yes, he pushed him. And I think at one point Phoenix is like, I don't really know what happened. I pushed him and uh, he fell down and then I came back later and he was dead. I think that's how it ends up happening. (laughs) Anyway, eventually Winston Payne, by the way, Winston Payne is back as the prosecutor. I did mention him earlier, but... He's got her. He's got hair. Well, this is a flashback, so, you know, things are different. Yeah. Everyone's younger. Mia's got different hair as well. I love her animation she does where she, like, pushes her fringe back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yes, so Winston Payne says, we have Dahlia Hawthorne here who witnessed the murder. And so she takes the stand, right? And she's, like, this incredibly beautiful young literature student from the university. And Winston Payne and the judge are both just completely in love with her. So now I've caught up to where I was going to say. The judge says, oh, it's my job to doubt people, but I'm sure you're, like, really trustworthy just by how you look. And I'm like, yeah, that's the fucking judge in one sentence. (laughs) (laughs) He has never been good at it. No. No, I really, like... This case really made me hate his past self even more than his actual self. (laughs) It's true. Although, like, to me, I just saw that more in a way of, like, the writers were just, like, amping up how much, how intense his bad judging was, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Through each game. That's what it felt like to me. Um... Yeah, and so what's really interesting about this, right, is that once Dahlia takes the stand, Mia's like, oh yeah, this is what I wanted. And really quickly, she, like, is accusing her not only of killing Doug Swallow, but also of committing a murder that happened in the courtroom, right? Yep. And so you kind of get the impression that, like, oh, Mia's been, like, investigating this for a while or whatever. And it's just so, so, it's so fun because, like, yeah, like I said, it just plays into, like, it leaves you with a lot of questions about, like, oh, like, how did Mia know about this in the first place and stuff like that in a way that the other games don't do. Like, you know that questions that come up in this case are gonna be interesting for the rest of the game. Whereas the other ones, like, you could just forget the other two tutorial cases completely pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so there's just a lot going on with Dahlia Hawthorne, right? Firstly, her relationship with Phoenix is based entirely on the fact that on the day that the previous murder in the courtroom happened, he was in the courtroom studying to be a lawyer, and she handed him a necklace, which happens to have a small container on. (laughs) For example, could be used for storing poison. And she gave it to him, and he saw that as a uh, sort of gift of love from this woman he just met and now he won't take it off and he won't stop showing it to people even though she constantly asks for it back and that's like the basis of their whole relationship which is so funny because Phoenix in the quote-unquote modern day right is supposed to be a good judge of character like he's literally a lawyer (laughs) (laughs) and he's he's always like oh I trust people so like absolutely right and I'm like well it went badly for you in this case (laughs) Yeah, all, all I'm gonna say is like not as a um in a way to like justify uh the way he acted or anything. Mm. Uh because any any like person with like just common sense would be like like how would someone just like fall in love with you immediately <laughs> like in like two seconds and then be like, Oh yeah, it was like destiny or whatever. It was just like fucking bullshit. Uh but as a man, uh I would say that <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we are uh we are in a, a smart for <laughs> Sorry, carry on please. I'm not I'm just pretend I'm not here. No. So I'll be like, yeah, I would probably make the same mistake. So <laughs> I can kinda relate to that. Um 
<laughs> I plead the fifth on what I would do for pretty women, so it's fine. Um... <laughs> He's like, just leave me here, like, to burn myself. ahead a little bit but speaking of things that phoenix does for dahlia hawthorne um so it's it's not skipping ahead that much like this case goes fast um within about 20 minutes mia is like oh so you used that necklace container to hold a deadly poison and then you poison this lawyer and then you get the necklace to phoenix you know and mm. phoenix is like i refuse to believe this and also eats the necklace so they can't test it for poison (laughs) (laughs) it's so much (laughs) i don't even know what to say no uh, he was he was like oh yeah it was like too too big for my mouth so i had to like chew it i was like what (laughs) (laughs) i had to like chew it to little pieces and it's like it's metal and glass as far as you can tell like Uh, what the fuck well i wouldn't go that far (laughs) <laughs> that's that's me at least so all right we've drawn the line here right yeah taking a mur- a very obvious murder weapon and hiding it yes eating the poison murder weapon no no yeah that's the official turn of our breakdown stance <laughs> on protecting murderers <laughs> um one of my favorite Mia lines is related to this where she asks Phoenix like she's trying to make him see Dahlia was using him to hide the necklace and she says why exactly would a woman like Dahlia Hawthorne want to date you anyway yeah fucking hell Mia you killed him (laughs) on the spot Jesus Christ (laughs) very good if you ask me Uh, yeah using that as an argument for like super evidence is just like (laughs) oh wow you're court and your lawyer who's supposed to be defending you is like motherfucker <laughs> she's out of your league <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so funny um so i mean after that we also learned that to keep on a similar subject we learned that basically doug swallow was trying to warn phoenix that dahlia was about to poison him to get the necklace back and obviously phoenix didn't believe him but then dahlia killed him to you know cover it up and put the poison in phoenix's cold medicine that he has Mm -hmm. and um which also leads to just the rawest ending to any case ever where winston payne is all like oh yeah like it's so nice that you trust your client so much but like it's the same for the prosecution right i really trust my witnesses and then at the end mia's like okay so if you trust us so much why don't you take some of this cold (laughs) medicine (laughs) which is the second murder that mia commits in the courtroom because the first one was killing phoenix by saying that dahlia was out of his league and the second one was killing pain by just destroying his argument so bad um i love her she is the best character in any piece of media ever she rules yeah um yeah that's the whole case but like it's so dense with like other shit as well you know like um for example um i mean i would be remiss to not talk immediately about how at the end of the case phoenix is like kind of wildly distraught about dahlia obviously which is reasonable but then immediately starts talking about Okay, um, he's basically like, oh yeah, I'm studying to become a lawyer so that I can save somebody. Quote, if I hurry, I should be able to save him in time. Um, wild, wild, very funny, very much like, I don't know. I think that's a real Phoenix moment where he's like, 
if you consider the two things in in harmony, right? He just got massively betrayed by his girlfriend, and his immediate next thought is like, my childhood best friend, who I've decided to become a lawyer to like save from the darkness in his own heart. I'm just gonna keep trying. <laughs> I'm just gonna try and like turn somebody else around, even though my girlfriend just turned out to be an absolute monster, right? <laughs> um, extremely Phoenix Wright, extremely good. I do love him. I do think he's very naive. <laughs> Um, another point I wanted to make is that the school that they all go to needs to be investigated because, so first things first, it turns out that Dahlia was dating Doug so that she could get hold of poisons that were in the pharmaceutical lab, which she manages to do twice because first she poisons the lawyer and secondly she poisons Phoenix, although he doesn't take the medicine, right? And secondly, a major plot point of this is that Doug was electrocuted, right? And um, the way that they were able to do that is because the electricity cables, which are high voltage to serve the pharmaceutical lab, quote, break with even the slightest bump. Um, mm-hmm. You can't put that in your school. Actually, I think <laughs> that probably they should get investigated and uh, charged with manslaughter of some kind. <laughs> Um, what else? The music bangs in this case. Oh, la puta madre. I love, <laughs> I love, <laughs> it's so good. The music in the, in the second game, I liked, but this one is just, it immediately grabbed me, like, yeah. the music in the first game grabbed me, like, years ago, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a great sign, I think. Yeah, I definitely noticed that as well. It also has that going back to the boss fight thing it has like that last few stages in like a beat em up game kind of vibe mm. sometimes it's great and it also has that how to build this it has like that like royalty vibe like amped up a lot i don't know it's cool i look forward to like listening to it more and be like uh has like some more like solid thoughts about it but it's made a great presentation for, right from the get-go and i'm like super stoked to hear more yeah, I'm stoked for you to hear more, and I'm stoked to hear more of your thoughts on it. Um, what else? I feel like I skipped over a lot of your notes, because there's just, like, so many little things in this case, you know? I mean, my notes are basically, like, the music, the song, the music, the song, <laughs> the music, the song. <laughs> you know, I didn't notice that until you just said it, but they literally are. That's very funny. <laughs> yeah, they are. Um, what was the, isn't that him standing next to you joke? I don't remember that. <laughs> oh yeah 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 um as soon as mia shows up in court uh the church is like why are you here in the and uh, Mia is like oh no he had an emergency and the church is really <laughs> like an emergency but isn't that he's standing next to you and the way the way the game like changes the perspective to like showcasing is so so funny yeah so i was like five minutes into the game and i was like i had to stop because i was laughing too much <laughs> Yeah, I forgot about that, but it's really good. I don't know what's up with that running thing about Mia punching him all the time. Um, I don't know what's up with it, but I kind of like it, right? It, it usually happens when Phoenix is talking about Dahlia and... Oh, okay. Yeah, and she's just like, this is, like, sickening. <laughs> I just have to punch something. Um, best character of all time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I had not noticed when that <laughs> happened actually so yeah i thought you were gonna say i don't know what's up with grossberg talking about his hemorrhoids all the time which is just yeah i wanted to say that too but <laughs> I, I i didn't know how yeah there's not a lot to say it just happens and um it's, it's a human I body mean, i a, mean what, what can we say you could make i guess <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh at, at some point 
he mentions it like I don't know he makes like coming with Harlem Shake and I was like why am I reading the words Harlem <laughs> Shake in 2022 right? I remember saying like I can't remember it was like a few episodes ago we were talking about the Ace Attorney Investigations 2 fan translation and how one of the criticisms that people have of it is that it's like it has dated references in it. And I was like, I know the rest of the real games have dated references of them. For example, the Harlem Shake. And also in this case, Mia says, I know whose milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Also, this game came out in 2003. <laughs> Or 2004. I haven't looked it up. I need to know for accuracy because I know I said 2002 about the last game like six times in all our episodes. So I need to know that for future reference. <laughs> um, What else? I mean, yes, uh, you wrote her breakdown animation. Holy shit. Dahlia's breakdown animation is so good. Well, I was going to say, this is one of the things that made me feel like, oh yeah, this really picks up straight where the second game left off because it reminded me so much of the villain reveal of Matt on guard, right? Where like, it's like mm, an yeah. innocent seeming person who then like suddenly turns out not to be very innocent at all. Um, and it really made me feel like I kind of said earlier, like how they're like reintroducing those themes right at the beginning of this case so that then they can build on them later. Now, I see that feels like I'm saying something spoilery, but I'm not thinking of anything specific. I just think it's a really cool thing that they did it like in the last case of the second game and the first case of the third game to just like kind of tie those two together. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to say like I trust you 100% on that, <laughs> but okay. I genuinely didn't mean anything <laughs> by it. Like I wasn't thinking about anything, but I just thought it was interesting that like it really reminded me of Matt basically is what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. At some point his song plays out, which doesn't make much sense. Yeah. I didn't notice that until you mentioned it. Yeah, I think what caught my attention with the way Dahlia is presented in the court uh, is like, yeah, she has like her specific song, which is like super like calm and kind of like energetic, like, I don't know how to say it, but it has like yeah. that vibe of, I don't know, like a boss you will meet in like a Shin Megami Tensei <laughs> game. And she has like butterflies around her, it's like... Okay, and then all of a sudden her eyes fucking like go white and like mm -hmm. the butterflies set themselves on fire and like fucking vanish. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, fuck, I don't like this at all. It was cool. It was a cool moment. And she yeah. also has like that animation where she's like turned back. And I, was, mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. we've never seen something like that, like a spray like that before, where you can like kind of still see her face as she's talking. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That was cool too. And you've written Cyborg Man at the end too, which I don't remember. Do they tease that upcoming? No, but as you know, I think the, the PC version must be the same. It shows like the next case, right? Like the, exactly, the image yeah. for it. Yeah. I didn't I didn't see that it was him. I didn't remember, but yeah. Yeah, so then I was like, ah, there he is. Uh... <laughs> yeah. It's going to be next case, I guess. It's cool because as much as I spoil myself things about the, the series, and even the, the song thing that happens in like the last case of this, which I haven't forgotten by now. The song thing? I don't know when it happens, but do you remember that I read that spoiler like months ago that they were like, I, I think I was looking for something about the, the soundtrack and someone said yeah. like, oh, it's a shame that blah, 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 they change it like in every game, but it's cool when they bring it up in Trials and Tribulations. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I think I remember you saying that, actually. But yeah, I mean, I don't even know this guy's name. So I'm curious to see how that goes. 
I'm not saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. It's actually really hard because there's so many threads that are put down in this case that I don't want to talk about because I don't want to let you know which parts are picked up and which parts aren't. Oh. Okay. Okay. Um. Like I know I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> but um. Yeah, it's a really, really fun opening to Trials and Tribulations, which is a really good game. I think it's funny, actually, before I started playing this, so last week I was editing the last episode that we did, yeah. and um, I was thinking, like, God, Farewell My Turnabout was, like, so much better than I remember it being. You know, I remembered it, like, similar to what I was saying about Mia earlier, right? I remembered it being really good, but then when I played it again, I was like, holy shit, this is so good. And I was like, I wonder if Farewell My Turnabout is going to be my favourite case of them all. Because I know that Trials and Tribulations is my favorite game, generally, right? Huh. But I wonder whether Farewell My Turnabout is going to like be really high up there. And then I started playing Trials and Tribulations and I was like, fuck, this game is so good. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I was reminded of a lot of stuff by playing this. And like, yeah, I'm really, really, really looking forward to the rest of this series. So Cool. But I yeah. won't say anything else. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. All I'm going to say is that um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see how that goes. And I'm going to make sure I don't even type like Ace in like google so i don't get <laughs> anything spoiled yeah yeah yeah. um yeah i mean do you have anything else on this like this was a pretty short episode but it was a pretty short case so it was mostly a lot of setup mostly like i said like everything was really front-loaded into that first part where it was like holy shit mia's here holy shit phoenix is here <laughs> poor phoenix and his like cough all the time it was so fun yeah. uh i know i'm looking forward to the rest of the game and see how that goes so I forgot to ask you about this before we started recording. <laughs> so the next case is like a weird length. Like it's longer than the ones that we haven't cut before, but shorter than the ones that we have cut. I think it's like five to six hours. Okay. Um. So I didn't know what you wanted to do about that. I think it should be like a fairly light week for me. So I think we can just go ahead and like do like one episode, I think. Okay, let's do it. I mean, you, you're the one who knows what happens in the case. I don't. Well, so. I don't remember it very well. Actually, wait, this one might be a one where there's a really good place to cut. I'm going to look it up right now. Oh, no. Not again. I just remember what the next case is, and I think there's a really good place to cut. Not in a... Can I'm going to leave this in now, <laughs> because people who know what I'm talking about will know what I'm talking about. Not in a cliffhanger way, just like, it actually is kind of split in two. That's all I'm going to say, because otherwise I'm going to say spoilers. Okay. Um, I can't remember what the fuck it's called. Hey, don't Google anything. You're going to get spoiled. No, no worries. It's called The Stolen Turnabout. Oh, fuck. It's got some really good characters in it. Oh, I've just seen the picture of Cyborg Man at the front. God, see, I remember thinking this case wasn't very good, but I think we're going to have a lot of fun stuff to talk about with this because just looking at the characters who are in it and remembering who they are. Now, the problem is, is the second half much shorter? I don't think it is. Oh, fuck. That person's in it, too. <laughs> hey, this, guy, this one's going to be good. You're just enjoying this, aren't you? I'm I here am. like, fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast that I do. <laughs> yeah, okay. We're going to split it. The case starts on October 12th. We're going to do October 12th, which isn't just an investigation. Then October 13th trial. And mm. then, wait... Yeah, so investigation and then trial, and then cut, and then there's two weeks after that, we'll do the investigation and the second trial. So it's exactly the same. It's one investigation, one trial, and then the next episode will be the second investigation, second trial. Okay. And that's a really, actually, I should have thought about this before I even asked you about it, because I, if I'd have 
remembered what the case was i would have known that'll be a really good time to cut so then that'll be pretty good for us because it means we only have to play like two two and a half hours of case and i think we're gonna have a lot to talk about because like i said there's a lot of really fun characters introduced and it just splits really well so i think that's a really good idea okay as much as i'm saying it's a really good idea to my own idea but you know whatever as i said like two seconds ago this yeah, is my yeah, podcast yeah. <laughs> i'm yeah, to I'm, do what i want i'm aware of what's <laughs> happening so no worries <laughs> Sorry, it's our podcast. However, I get to make executive decisions on splitting because I can't get spoiled. So that part is mine. Well, very exciting. Uh, very, very fun first case. And very, very fun second case, I'm going to say right away. So, yeah. I love Trials and Tribulations. I'm so glad that we got to it. Oh, I'm going to be thinking about the soundtrack and not listening to it. Just so I don't <laughs> type anything anywhere yeah because some of them have spoilery names like remember how we were talking about in the last case the final like song that they introduced is called francisco von karma like what's it called the great revival or whatever like that's spoilery <laughs> yeah yeah um i just want to say just this is unrelated but while i'm on the wiki uh it's got popular pages it's got phoenix Wright, miles edgeworth maya Fay, apollo justice and francisco von karma apparently those are the most popular pages on this website i just want to say that for some reason all of them have avatars of like their official art and maya and edgeworth especially have like their later designs from the games that we haven't played yet spoilers but they both come back in later games uh Phoenix Wright, for some reason, his official, like, picture on the wiki is him as a child getting fucking bullied in that class trial no. where he's, like, got an arm over his face. <laughs> I don't know why that's the Phoenix Wright picture on this on this wiki, but it's very funny to me. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. There you go. Trivia for the day. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for listening. Good, great game. Great, great case. Great game also. I'm just gonna <laughs> say that right out the front. <laughs> Um, you can find me on Twitter at JM Castello, and you can find the show at Breakdown AA. And you can find me on Twitter, not talking about Ace Attorney, just in case, at DRWayShow66. That's our way. And I also have a pun for you. Yes, please. Which I had to improvise <laughs> because it, <laughs> it, it was a short case. So, you know, during that point where Dahlia is listening to, supposedly listening to music with her mm. headphones, which band is Dahlia listening to? <laughs> <laughs> is it the killers again no 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 no. it's the black it dahlia be. murder <laughs> see that's accurate yeah <laughs> not accurate you know what i mean yeah yeah it's more like makes more sense than the other one it makes a lot of sense do you know uh something that i noticed actually i don't know if i should say this because i don't want you to stop but still um i was thinking about this when i edited the last podcast so many of your puns are like what if this person had a band? Or what if this person listened to music? Like, they're all, for some reason, music-related. Well, I know the reason. It's because you listen to a lot of music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, it's very good. This is not a criticism. It's just an observation that I have, which I think is fun. Yeah. I mean, that's me with, like, every sub-headline I write, basically. <laughs> so, it's, it's a thing. I was thing. about to say, like... I was about to, like, do a freelance pitch and be like, you two could get these excellent subheadings. And I was like, wait, Diego doesn't freelance anymore. I've been abandoned. Uh... <laughs> you can hire me and I will subcontract my subheadings to Diego. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I thought you were going to say, you always say your puns, like, after, like, we say, like, Twitter stuff and all. And I was thinking the other day, oh, what if, like, people, like, fucking tune out before they listen to my wonderful puns? 
Well, then they're missing out, aren't they? Yeah, or maybe, I don't know. I think I, I wouldn't blame them if they're doing that, so... <laughs> it's fine. Next episode, when I do my introduction, I'm going to be like, stay to the end for the pun. Although, <laughs> next episode, there won't be one, because we're splitting the case, but you know what I mean. Okay. Well, loyal, loyal listeners who get all the way to the end of this podcast just get an extra bonus treat, which is Diego's pals. True. I'm sorry, and thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, goodbye. Bye.